Hey, welcome back. This is Terry Jordan Adams and welcome to Sued by the Debt Collector. Boy, do I have some good nuggets for you today. Today, we want to talk about knowing your enemy. And we're specifically talking about when you've been sued, knowing who your enemy is. Now, I love this saying that says, know thy enemy, know thyself. And a lot of times people don't know what that means, but it's so powerful. What it means is if you know who your opposition is, you need to get to understand them um, like an avatar. For those of you that are in business, you know what an avatar is. An avatar is your like your ideal customer and you know everything about your customer. You know um, what they like and what they dislike and where they shop and where they listen to music and where they like to go, what they like to eat and you know how much money they're making and what kind of jobs are, you know, da, 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 da. you know, everything about them. Like they're your friend. A lot of times your avatar can be yourself because you've been through what your ideal customer is going through. Anyway, to my point, know thy enemy, know thyself. What that means is once you know exactly who your enemy is, then you know how to anticipate how they're going to respond. You know what their actions are going to be. You can, you can, you can plan your defense because you know the playbook for the uh, offense. Ah, oh, you guys don't hear me. Anyway, let's get this episode started. I'm very excited. Okay, so in today's episode, what we're going to talk about is when you are sued by the debt collector, you have to know who you are being sued by. Okay, you may recognize the debt. You may recognize the amount of the debt. You may recognize the dates, but you may not recognize who the plaintiff is because that's not who you borrowed the money from. Oh my goodness, what does that mean? Well, I'm gonna start out this way. When we say sued by the debt collector, who we are referring to is debt buyers. The reason why is um, it's a basic understanding in law and then you can kind of look it up. Uh, the basic understanding is that an original creditor cannot be a debt collector if they are collecting on their own debt. Let me say it again. If the original creditor is collecting on their own debt, they are not considered debt collectors. Well, why is that relevant? Who cares? You know, I'm being sued. You know, you recognize the debt. Let me tell you why it's relevant. Because the um, original creditor and a debt collector are two different people and they have two different legal um, regulations. There's things that a debt collector, i.e. debt buyer or collection agency, um, there's certain regulations that they're held accountable to that a um, original creditor may not be because it's they're just it's just them collecting on their debt. Now, 
let's say, what if the original creditor hires um, a collection agency and the collection agency calls you? Even though they're collecting for the original creditor, that doesn't matter. If it's a collection agency, they are a debt collector. Okay? If it's the original creditor, let's say Capital One is calling you, it's Capital One, they're the original creditor. Okay, now let's talk about this. Um, I love this topic because um, debt buyers are debt collectors. And the reason why that's so important is because a debt buyer over the course of, you know, um, the past 10 years-ish, 20 years, 30 years even, they've, begin, they've begun to change the dynamic of um, the lawsuits, the debt collection lawsuits. Okay. Why and how? Because what they do is the debt buyer will go to, let's say, Capital One, and um, they buy a pool of debts from them. And they only pay four or five cents on the dollar. Okay. I'm just kind of laying foundation right now. So let's say um, you had a debt that you owed to Capital One and it was a thousand dollars. Well, the debt buyer, along with others, but in particular, we're going to talk about yours, they may have paid $50 to acquire the balance of a thousand dollars on your debt. Then what they do is they file a lawsuit against you to collect the full thousand dollars. And that means, well, they recovered $950. Now, it's business for them. So now, the reason why that's important is because I want to talk about um, the behavior and your defense as it relates to knowing your enemy. If you understand the debt buyer's behavior, you understand how to deal with them, right? So what I've learned in, in all of my studying of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of debt collection cases and, um, and then my other study and through, through other organizations and so forth, what I've learned is that overwhelmingly in 2021, now, the majority of the lawsuits filed in court are now debt collection cases. Wow. The majority of the cases filed in court for a lawsuit are now debt collection cases. Why? Because the industry is the, just the, the money is bountiful for them. And the risk is very low. It's bountiful for them. Okay, so there's certain rules or certain laws, I shouldn't say rules, there's certain laws that as a debt collector, a debt buyer, they have to identify in the lawsuit. They have to identify, like in California, they have to identify that they're a debt buyer. They have to identify, and this is in the lawsuit, they have to identify they're a debt buyer. They have to identify that they're qualified to do business in our state. They have to identify who they purchased the debt from. All of that information is important. So, now, 
the original creditor, they can also sue you. They can also sue you. And when they do, they have different rules and regulations. So make sure the whole goal is to make sure you know who is suing you. Even if you recognize the debt, even if you recognize the amount, none of that matters until you can identify who has the right to ownership. So what will happen with a debt buyer, the first thing they want to do is, you know, they slide it in there. Oh, yeah, we're the sole owners of this debt. We bought it from Citibank or Capital One or whatever. And you owe us as successors and in interest. Well, and they think that they have the same rights. They believe that they have the same rights as the original creditor. Well, the problem with that is debt buyers are um, notorious for having deceptive behavior and filing frivolous lawsuits. This is really important because what happens is they buy a pool of debts. They get, you know, limited information maybe on you or on the debt. And they try to present this case like it's it's complete and look, here's the evidence and you owe us. And, you know, because we're just normal people, we tend to believe that, oh, my gosh, I, I did have a debt and oh, my gosh, I do owe this. And, you know, we become very uncomfortable and we are convicted about the debt. But here's the thing. The first thing you need to know is, one, who is suing you? Is it the original creditor or is it the debt buyer? That's the first thing you need to know. What's the difference? Well, if it's the original creditor suing you, well, you know that you've actually borrowed the money from them. And so that part isn't in question. But if it's a debt buyer, on the other hand, you don't really know that they purchased it from the original creditor unless they give you real concrete proof that says, look, we own this. But what happens is they buy pools of debts and then they take this piece of information and they try to make a whole case out of it. And because we recognize the original debt and they mention the original creditor, we become convicted about owing the debt. There is a difference between owning and owing. Again, owning and owing. Before you get to a place where you discuss the amount of the debt or anything that they're saying that they owe you, the first course of business is for you to, to confirm that they actually own the debt. Because if they don't own the debt, then they don't have a right to collect and they don't have a right to sue you. It's frivolous. So we want to make sure that we just don't assume based on their self-proclamation, you owe them because you recognize the debt. In my opinion, you don't even discuss the debt until you show me that you're qualified that you you own the title do you own the title if you don't own if you can't show me you own the title there's no reason for me to discuss any further if you show me that you actually own the title okay now that we now we can discuss settlement or negotiate payments or whatever you know meets your need okay but we can't do that until we establish who owns the debt that is the biggest piece of what you need to know so to give an example, 
I, um, in one of my lawsuits, I was sued. And the debt itself was over $9,000. It's a lot of money. And yeah, yeah, I know. How did I get to that place? Car accident, brain injury. Oh my gosh, I got sued. Well, here's the thing about being sued. When you've been sued, you are in the worst possible situation concerning the alleged debt. What do I mean by that? Well, what I mean is once they have filed a lawsuit against you, there's two things you can do. One, nothing. Or two, something. <laughs> that sounds silly. One, if you do nothing, they'll get a default judgment against you. They'll garnish your wages. They'll take the money from your bank account. They'll put a lien on your property. That's if you do nothing. Two, since you're already in the worst case scenario, they've already filed a lawsuit against you. They've already served you. Now you have to do something to avoid getting a default judgment. What does that mean? What that means for me, sorry, I'm trying to straighten myself out. I feel all discombobulated. Anyway, so what that means for me is to challenge their lawsuit. How do you challenge the lawsuit? When you're sued, you have a right to question anything you want to in a lawsuit. It's not illegal. And as a matter of fact, I believe that it's a part of doing your due diligence. So make sure you challenge their lawsuit. Show me where this is valid, that you are the rightful owner of this debt. And once you get them to do that, then they become uncomfortable because over this you know, period of X amount of years, they are very um, sloppy. They are very, um, a lot of times disorganized. And a lot of times they, they include exhibits that don't substantiate their claim. But from the surface, from the surface, it looks like, oh my gosh, look at this exhibit. Oh my God, they included a statement. Oh my God, look at this, look at this, look at this. It must be right. Doesn't make it so. So to my point, Debt buyers have deceptive behavior. They violate the um, Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. They file frivolous lawsuits. They um, make self-proclaiming statements. They um, attempt to put words in your mouth. They, and what I mean by that is they'll make a statement and they'll try to get you to admit to that. But they're, they're making the statement for you. So you really want to make sure that you know who you're dealing with, okay? There was um, a federal lawsuit filed against, um, I think it was Midland, no, 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 no. It was Encore um, Asset um, Acceptance and uh, some of their subsidiaries. And it was, it was a federal lawsuit. And what was the point of the lawsuit? Well, what they were doing prior to that is they were um, engaging in deceptive practices as it relates to consumers and they were caught and caught and caught and caught and called on the carpet on it. And what they did is they reached an agreement and said, okay, we're no, no longer going to do that. So the federal um, agency let it go. Pending, I mean, contingent on the, the agreement that they made. 
Well, what happened? Did they stop? No, they didn't. So in 2020, I believe it was September of 2020, one of the federal agencies filed a lawsuit against them for deceptive practices and, and, and so forth. But I'm here to tell you, this is a common practice in the industry. You know, and so without me getting too, too deep um, in some of the other things, it's it's kind of a, oh, what a tangled web we weave. But um, without me getting too deep in that, the important thing is to understand who the heck is suing you. You don't discuss anything until you figure out who's suing you. You don't admit to anything unless you figure out who's suing. Who are you? I don't have a relationship with you. I don't have a contract contractual obligation with you. I don't know who you are. So you're going to have to show me where you really have the right of ownership. Okay. Don't just submit just because you recognize the debt. Don't just submit because you recognize they mentioned the original creditor. Don't just submit because you, you look, you know, the dates know that that industry, the debt buying industry is intended purely to deceive you and to coerce you and to intimidate you into paying. You pay nothing until they prove who they are. And at this point, if you've been sued, you're already in the worst possible situation. So the only way to make your situation better right off the bat is to file an answer. You need to respond to the lawsuit because what that does is that blows their plan A out of the water. So they won't be able to collect from you. Know thy enemy, know thyself. How do you know thy enemy? Understand who they are. Understand their industry. Understand what their behaviors are. And anticipate what they're going to do. They do the same thing every time. And a lot of times now they've become automated. So you want to make sure that you're on your P's and Q's. Because... I know. They know too. They know too. So again, let's go back and talk about the debt buyers. What do they do? They buy a debt for four or five cents on the dollar. A thousand dollar debt, they paid $50 for. What do they stand to gain? They stand to gain the value of the debt, which is a thousand dollars. In that case, it could be more, you know, whatever, whatever the amount is. Um, they, they stand to gain attorney's fees. They stand to gain uh, court costs, you know, filing fees, all of that. So you won't just walk away with a thousand dollars that you owe. You'll walk away with 12, 15, $1,800 or more, depending on how much work they've put in. So before you surrender to the person that's suing you, know who they are. And don't accept their self-proclamation. We own your debt. Show me. That's all I'm saying. Show me. If you show me, if you can actually show me that you own my debt, then we can negotiate. That's it. And this industry is growing. It's growing, it's growing, it's growing, it's growing. But I want you to know, you can still win your case. I won all three of my cases. Going back to that $9,000 case, I think I cut myself off, but going back to that $9,000 case, 
I answered, I responded, and I challenged the things that were in their claim. And guess what they did? They dismissed the case from court. And you know why? They admitted they had title issues. They couldn't prove that they owned it. And so if you don't own it, you don't have a right to collect on it. Right? Got it. All right. I really enjoyed this episode because I believe that this is the foundation of you being able to win your case or have your case dismissed. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Terry Jordan Adam. I am your host and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining us in Sued by the Debt Collector. Take care.